just the goddess of girl power, sabotage champion Heather Monroe, and you're listening to the Atomic Podcast. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from Twin Lakes, Wisconsin, where I blow up the news on a verbal scale. I am your host, Efren Guzman. My guest today, she is the Killer Bay. She is an independent wrestling sensation, and she is the Sabotage World Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Heather Monroe. Heather, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, and I just want I told you off the air, but congratulations again as well. Thank you very much. Uh, so, Heather, Heather, um, where did you grow up at? Um, so, how was your upbringing? Um, I am from Iowa originally, Altoona, Iowa, to be exact. Um, so, I grew up, uh, yeah, in the Midwest with the mid. Midwest mentality, uh, went to school at the University of Iowa, and then uh, kind of got out of there. Uh, well, I'm currently living, I'm, I'm originally from New York, and I'm currently living in the Midwest now, and Wisconsin is famous for cheese and beer. Yeah, cheese and beer. What's uh-huh. Iowa What's Iowa famous for? What's Iowa famous for? Iowa's famous for corn and beef. Oh. What about po- Lots of agricultural stuff. Oh, what about potatoes too, right? Potatoes? That's Idaho. That's oh, Idaho, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Iowa, Idaho, and Ohio all get mixed up all the time. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> How about beer? Is beer a big thing over there? Um, Not really, I guess. Uh, there's a thriving downtown scene now, so I'm sure like that kind of stuff's a little more popular. But, yeah, more the uh, corn is the main export, I would say, and uh, beef. For sure, but I don't know about beer. Definitely, oh. Wisconsin has like the best cheese curds and beer, though. Oh yeah, I'm telling you that. Um, you know, New York, we have beer out there, but there's a lot of homegrown beer that's in. Well, pretty much in Wisconsin, do you have like the Line and Cools brand? You got New Glarus Spotted Cow. I mean, wow, yeah. the, the the beer here is amazing. I don't know if you're a beer connoisseur, but um, if you want to get your beer fixed, Wisconsin is the place to go. Yeah, I remember when I was there, uh, we were in Milwaukee. No, that was before we were in Milwaukee. But we went to a couple of the breweries there, and it was so good. Yeah, and the thing is here... all the great food. Yes, yes. And the thing here, there's a lot of home brewers, too, because in the Midwest, I'm sure it's the same way in Iowa, you have a lot of people here that take care of their own things like oh i don't need i don't need a, a guy to fix my roof i can do my own roof or i can fix my own car i don't need to go to a mechanic right. and people here oh i don't why want to spend money on beer i can make my own beer so is it is it like that too like a, that mentality of the midwest everybody's like self-efficient self-efficient to do their own thing and wanting to do their thing yeah i think so and just like use community to do that stuff too but i haven't lived there for like since beer got popular, you know, like doing the craft beer and that kind of stuff, I haven't lived in Iowa, so I can't say for sure how it is there with that, but I definitely would say that it's uh, that mentality of, like, I can do it oh. myself. Oh. So, um, when when did you move, when did you leave Iowa? When During during your teenage days? No, I went to college. Uh, I finished college at the University of Iowa, and then I moved out to California at that that summer, so it's five years. Oh, um, what you was taking up in college? 
I did theater and cinema. Oh, which so... That's why I moved to California. Ah, okay. So you wanted to get involved in acting, per se, right? Yeah, I wanted to make documentaries and be an actress. Oh, is there any particular documentaries that, that fancy your eye? Like, any particular things you wanted to document about? Um, I didn't have anything too specific in mind. I did like the idea of, um, kind of how we were even talking about, like, exploring that kind of small town mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it'd be so interesting. I had this idea of, like, just driving around all of the United States and going to small towns and meeting people and, like, seeing what their lives are like because I think that's, like, a very unexplored area of the United States, which has been coming out more recently. Yeah. And basically, like, the farmland, you mean, right? Like, exploring, like, the farmers, too, as well, as as more as, like, the upbringing of... You know, because I noticed that, like, being from the city and being in the Midwest now... City people are very spoiled, and they don't they don't really know that much. You know, if you if you meet city, you know, I'm saying I, I'm I'm not trying to like say all city people, but the majority I've met, they know enough to get by, but not enough if they need to survive in like you know living in a house. And it's a totally different ball game when you live in a house. You know, like the furnace, the 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 water, the, the water, um, the shingles on the roof. You know, it's it's totally different as opposed to living in an apartment. You know, in I guess the city, or you could even say the Midwest as well. Um, you know, you call somebody if there's something wrong, or you know, they don't have you know recyclables, they don't have trash. It's just it's just totally different. You know, like I'm still getting I'm still getting used to that myself living in the Midwest. So it's just like it's a different mindset. So like I guess a documentary about that would be kind of interesting, just to see you know compare city people to Midwest people and how they function everyday lives. Because I think city people would die trying to milk a cow or. Or, or stepping on manure or stepping on grass and they'll ruin, oh, my Nike, my Jordans are messed up, you know? Here, nobody cares yeah. about that. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. You know? Nobody cares. Seeing how people, how people live in different parts of the country would be, I think, is very interesting. Yeah, it's funny because nobody cares about that shit. Because, like, you know, like, here, oh. people go to Walmart and there are Star Wars pajamas or anything like that. So, it's, it's like... And yeah. everybody has the long beards, and no one's like styles their beard. So I don't know. I'm I'm going on a rant, but it, it's just different. It's just <laughs> it's just different, though. Yeah, definitely. So tell me, um, was you always like a wrestling fan growing up, or is it something you watched casually? Um, yeah, when I was younger, I started watching it when I was about eleven. Uh, really intensely because I had a group of guy friends that watched it and I was, I would roll with like four guys uh, <laughs> in like fifth grade and we'd all watch wrestling all the time. My mom would always buy the pay-per-view so we'd have like the pay-per-viewing parties at my house and then we'd wrestle in the basement and wrestle on my trampoline and so I, I really, really got into it when I was young and then when I got to high school I was kind of like, oh, I too cool for that now but I would watch it here and there uh, and then in college I really got into the independence and like shimmer and like ROH and like stuff like that and really started realizing that there was more outside of the WWE mm-hmm. and uh, yeah then I stopped watching for a little while while I was out in California and I started watching Total Divas and that's what got me back into it oh wow wait, wait so Total Divas got you back into <laughs> wrestling <laughs> Yeah, it's so ridiculous, because I, I, wrestling was always there for me, like, I was always, 
oh, maybe I'll, oh, I'm watching, like, TV Guide, and oh, yeah, oh, I'll see what's on Raw. Okay, I haven't watched wrestling in a while. Let's check it out. And so, like, I'd always, like, check out what's going on, like, every now and then. And so when I heard there was a reality show for the women, I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to see what this is about. And I watched it, and I was like, I think I could handle this. Like, I, I always wanted to be a wrestler when I was... 18 17 18 I really really wanted to do it and my mom was not happy about it so I kind of went to college kind of left it and then when the time was right which I think I'm very happy that I started when I did I went back to it and I was like yeah this is something I definitely want to do and I could do so you had to, you you made sure you did college first before anything right just to make sure you have that under your belt before you even pursue this I mean, I didn't necessarily want to do that, but oh, okay. it was just like my parents were like, no, we were not going to let you do this. You have to go to college. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll go to college and then we'll see what I do. Okay. So after college, but, but I uh, do have it under my belt. <laughs> uh, so after co college, like, um, what outlet did you find to, I guess, get your, get your feet wet in, in training and stuff? Like how, how does one do that? You know, there's a lot of people out there that, Oh, I want to be a wrestler. I want to be a wrestler. But they don't have the gumption to pursue it or to investigate how one becomes one. So how, like what drove you to do it yourself? Um, so I was, I was out here doing the acting grind and I was doing a lot of improv, which I really, really love, uh, with the upright citizens brigade theater. Oh really? But I was, yeah. So I did a lot of improv and I was really having fun doing that. I had a couple improv groups and I was doing that like really consistently, but I just needed the hustle of acting in the auditions and it just I can't I don't like it at all and I wasn't having fun or enjoying myself or anything like that so I was watching Total Divas <laughs> and I was like I how did I forget how badly I wanted to do this like when I was younger I wanted so badly to be a wrestler how did I forget how much I wanted to do this and so more and more I watched it the more I was like I need to do this and finally one day I googled a bunch of places around me and found Santino Bros and they uh, had a program set up that was easier for me financially okay so I was like okay I'm going here and I signed up for a private class and then I was like no I'm all in signed up for the beginners class and then uh, yeah I, I am so incredibly lucky to have found Santino's because I feel really great to be a part of what they're doing in their family so i'm very happy that i picked them oh how long you've been training at santino brothers i started in september of 2014 okay so um i've trained for almost a full year and then i debuted at the santino bro show and then i went on tour for a year with the band uh oh. doing lucha libre with um, Joey Chaos, Robbie Phoenix, originally Katrina Waters, yeah. uh, and uh, Eli Everfly. And so we went on tour all around the U.S., turned into, or turned into two tours in the U.S., a tour in Europe, a tour in Australia and New Zealand. So I did that for a full year. And then finally, this past, the, the June before last, I started actually like wrestling on the scene. Wow, that's amazing! So, like, at, at the you know, at, at twenty something years old, you're like all over the world already. It's it's freaking phenomenal. It was 
a bigger opportunity than I even realized because obviously I wasn't even like wrestling when they hired me for the job. Mm-hmm. I was, I had been almost a year in training, but I, I hadn't been wrestling in front of crowds or doing anything like that. So it was a really awesome way for me to get my feet wet, to mm-hmm. be around my trainers constantly and have them being able to be like, Hey, no, do this, do that. This is better. This, this was bad. Like that kind of stuff. And just getting used to being in front of people being a character, wrestling, being okay with messing up, playing to the crowd, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, training wise, um, was it? How were the teachers? Were there? Were, were they intense or were they patient? Like how? How was your? Did you had a good experience training? I had a really, really good experience with my trainers. I, I feel like I said I feel really lucky to be from. Santino Bros because I think it's considered one of the best schools if not just in Southern California in the whole US. They are really really uh, good at making good wrestlers and taking people that have like the ability already and like skyrocketing them and uh, Robbie Phoenix was always super super patient with me because I got really hard on myself. I, I want it so bad sometimes that I get frustrated with myself and then I started training Las Lucha with Las Luchas, Lucha's class there, and they're like a dream. They can do everything, and they're so patient, and they just, they're like, oh, you don't think you could do a backflip? Yeah, you can. Here, do a backflip right now. And then you're like, you do it, and you're like, oh, my God. Since when can I do a backflip? And well, they're just like really encouraging, and Joey is just the, one of the best uh, people I've ever met wrestling and as a person. Wow, that, that's amazing! And okay, so let me go back to the backflip. You've never done a backflip in your life, and you've done it there. I mean, I had done some gymnastics and dance. Oh, okay. But the things the things they ask you to do in that class sometimes you're like, they're like, okay, and then you're gonna run and you're gonna jump straight up to the top rope, and you're like, <laughs> what? I, why would I ever be able to do that? And then you like go and you. You do it a few times, and you mess up, and you mess up, and you mess up, but they're like, nope, you're going to try it again, and this is how you're going to do it, and blah, 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 and then you finally do it, and you, they're just really good at making you do things you don't think that you're going to be able to do, and being like, no, but try it. Oh, that's, a, <laughs> that's amazing, and you've done, and you know, you did it, and it worked out for you, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely <laughs> in, uh, integrated Lucha into my style a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have them to thank for that, for sure. Oh. If somebody hasn't seen your work, Heather, um, how would you describe your style? I would describe it as, like, an American lucha style. Okay. I do a, a lot of lucha stuff, like, a lot of the arm drags and a lot of, like, the <laughs> I can do some of the flippy stuff. But um, I still like to uh, be a badass in there and try to, at least. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just, like... Uh, I think lucha is like my main style for sure, but I like to throw a few other things in there. Oh. Um, who was your who was your first match against in front of uh, a, you know a live audience and um, and how was that? If, if you could remember, how was that first ex- um, experience like for you? So it was against the study. Excuse me, the study buddies Darwin Finch and Chaz Herrera, okay. and it was with my. Uh, one of my training uh, brothers, Guy Cool, and so we debuted as a tag team together against them, and it was just a really awesome experience to be there with him, so I felt a little more comfortable, uh-huh. and play off him, and then uh, to have 
two uh, opponents that I was very familiar with as well, so that it was, they really eased us into it and made us feel comfortable and confident, and everyone was telling us it was a good match afterwards, so it felt good. Is it easier wrestling against people you know as opposed to people you don't know, or it doesn't really make a difference? I think it depends. I mean, it's when you wrestled people a few times, obviously you uh, are more comfortable and more confident with them. So yeah. I think that makes a big difference. But there's also people that I've wrestled one time and it's clicked and just been really good and felt really good too. And um, how did you and Laura became a tag team? How did you guys, you know, was it just say somebody just say, hey, put let's put these two together or... No, my bae and me uh, did that tour together. So yeah. originally, uh, Kat, Katrina Lee, uh, Winter in TNA, was yeah. on the first tour with us. Okay. Which also looked amazing to learn from her. Yeah. And then on the second tour, she couldn't do it. And so Laura came on as her replacement. Yeah. And so we spent uh, like six weeks together touring the B-Towns in the u.s so it was like <laughs> towns that were in the middle of nowhere some of them and we were just like okay so we have to hang out at this venue or in the tour bus all day and just we just got to know each other really well and we're really really similar yeah so we were like oh we need to team together and then we finally made it happen at a few places and then we're like oh this is definitely a thing that i feel more confident when i'm in there with her and I think she feels the same way with me, so we kind of realized, oh, this is really good for both of us, and that's how it happened. Oh. So you guys pretty much rub off each other, basically, right? And then it's like, you know, e oh, e yeah. you get confidence from her, she gets confidence from you? For sure, yeah. I, I don't think I realized how to be myself in a ring with before I was tagging with Laura. Wow, she really? really? helped me be comfortable in there. Yeah, yeah. She, she is such a character, and she's so good at just being herself in there. That when I went out there with her, I kind of played off her, and I like had to, like discovered how to be myself in there. Oh. And what was your tag look by accident, or that's something you guys thought of? You know, with the prince. Uh, oh, that was just always something I wanted. Oh, and, okay. Uh, and then she had a fur coat for Lucha Vavum, and I was like, "Oh, that's we should wear fur coats for yeah. sure." And so we, we kind of, like, discovered it together. And she likes the crazy patterns, too. And so, yeah, it worked out. We, we are very similar. Yeah. It's amazing because I love, yeah. I love women's tag team wrestling. And I don't think there's not enough of that. Because, you know, yeah. tag team wrestling is a lost art. You know, from the Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, I was always a tag team wrestler. So, you know, even though there's not a lot of tag teams, like, you know, the Twisted Sisters and, you know, the Killer Bays and yourself, like, and then, you know, the Ballard Brothers, there's... There's good tag matches that, you know, that, I don't know, I, I think it needs to be highlighted more. Um, do you feel more comfortable as a singles um, competitor or tag team, or it really doesn't make a difference? It just doesn't make a difference for me anymore. At okay. first, I think I was definitely more comfortable in tags because, like I was saying, I just needed to find my groove as a character and as just in the ring in general, like getting used to the fans and that kind of stuff, but... Now I, I feel like I have a grasp on it, but I love tagging with Laura. It's always so much fun. And um, you know, you're you know, if people see you, you're in great shape. Um, how do you keep in great shape? Um, do you have like a training regimen, or that's just natural? You're just naturally gifted, or do you eat right? Like, what is your <laughs> what is your secret? I 
I think I'm definitely uh, lucky because I did dance for many, many years when I was younger. And I think that that has helped my body maintain its metabolism. And I'm just naturally like a little more fit, but I go to the gym and I do a lot of sprints. That's like my main thing, uh, sprints and like treadmill intervals. And I've started lifting more, but that was never something that I was doing before. So I'm still learning how to how to do all that but um yeah I try and get in the gym I try and eat healthy but sometimes I also love pizza and (laughs) I love bad food for me so I really have to be careful about that kind of stuff and I love I love beer and I love wine oh I was was gonna say I'm kind of suffering out here in the midwest because there's pizza out here especially like deep dish Chicago but I don't know. To me, I still miss my New York pizza. You haven't had a pizza since you had a New York pizza, and I'm just oh, yeah. I'm missing out on pizza badly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. But I, I we treated ourselves. Me and uh, Douglas James, who is my fiance, we were wrestling in Vegas last night, and we were like, we had such a good weekend, like really awesome matches. And so we grabbed a little Caesar's pizza on the way home and just ate, <laughs> ate the whole thing on the way home. <laughs> Um, speaking of Douglas, um, how is it like being with someone who's in the same profession? It's really interesting. Uh, I, I think it's more good than bad. We definitely are competitive with each other, which sometimes it's a little frustrating. Like if I'm finding success and he's not, or he's finding success and I'm not, it gets a little frustrating. Yeah. Having, having to see someone, uh, that you're so close to doing well when at something that you want so badly. But we also are really good at supporting each other and being happy and proud for each other. And even though there's some hints of jealousy, sometimes we're always, like, proud and supportive of each other. Yeah. So, Have you guys ever had a match together, like, against each other or together? Or Yeah, so actually the first Killer Bay tag match ever was against Joey Ryan and Doug. Ah. So, yeah, so that was our, <clears throat> excuse me, our first match. And then... We tag a lot together, but at Santino's, uh, we had a one-on-one match together, and that was the only one-on-one match we've had. But we've had a couple tag matches against each other. Well, wow, and how was that like? Was it is it was it was it the same as teaming with Laura, or was it was it a different dynamic? Oh, when I team with him, oh, oh, just the singles match compared to the tag match. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it definitely. Excuse me. It was definitely different. It's. Uh, it was a little more fast-paced than the tag match, and we kind of were going, 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 and we really wanted to, like, showcase what was best in each other. So that's also the good thing about, like, we were talking about earlier with wrestling people you know really well. There's yeah. always that want to showcase the other person and uh, make each other look good. Yeah. You know, you've been in a ring with a lot of people from Ruby Rays, Sonia Strong, um, Thunder Rosa, Holiday. Um, so far, right now in your young career, who's been the tough, you know, your toughest opponent? Oh, that's such a hard question to answer. First girl that comes to mind. <laughs> I mean, Ruby. Ruby is definitely the first person that comes to mind because we wrestle each other a lot. But also, Hudson Envy is someone I've been wrestling a lot, and she's really, really tough opponent. And both of them are, yeah, just amazing wrestlers, and every time that I get into the ring with them, it's going to be something special. 
and but I feel that way with a lot of people. But th- they're the two that come to mind for sure. Oh. And um, who's been your like wrestling inspiration growing up? Any wrestlers you looked up to or wanted to emulate or or person you wanted to be like? Alita was definitely my my main squeeze. She <laughs> was she was the reason I wanted to be a wrestler. She was the I was always her when we were like playing wrestlers in the basement and trampoline wrestling. So that's also why I think I do a little more of the high flying like lucha type. Uh, style too because she would integrate that kind of stuff into her uh, repertoire so definitely Lita she's my my inspiration yeah any other um any other wrestlers out there that were inspirations to you or Lita was it for you Lita was the pinnacle for me wow uh, when I because I think of it more when I was younger and then when I started watching Shimmer, there was all these great women as well like Sarah Del Rey was one of the people that I really followed I really liked Lacey but it was, I didn't, I don't think I try and like match my style to theirs as much as I do with Lita. And you know, speaking of about Shimmer, how did you get involved in Shimmer? Because there's so much high class talent at Shimmer. How, how, you know, how, how did, you know, they, did they find you? Did you find Shimmer? Like, how did that come about? Well, so I did the Rise seminar, which was the very first one last year I did it. Okay. And that is Connected to Shimmer, it's the uh, Kevin Harvey who is the ring announcer for Shimmer. He set up, up this seminar and he was like, "I'm not sure how it's going to go, but let's do it." And so it was like thing where they're like, "Come out for this day on Rise, and then if you want to stay for the whole Shimmer weekend, we'll need help setting up the ring, setting everything up, doing this, doing that, and maybe there's possibility that something will happen." And so I went. I did the Rise seminar. I was so incredibly sick the whole time, and. Because I had just come off of a, one of the tours for the band, so I was really sick from traveling a bunch. But it was still a really awesome experience to get to learn from Colt Cabana and Soraya Knight and Kevin. And then stay the whole weekend. I got a dark match at Shimmer. Got to meet a lot of the girls. But um, I'm going back again this November, and I think it's going to be. Uh, I think I'm going to be a little more prepared and a little more confident. Oh. Soraya is definitely so hopefully, a. I was going to say, Soraya is definitely a personality. How was she like? She's amazing. She seems, she's just so cool and she just wants the best for all of us. And she's just like a wrestling mom. Yeah. She's like, don't do this and do that. And it's okay to fuck up, but like this and that and the other thing. And she just like really wants the best for women's wrestling, I think. And so she was really supportive of everybody and it was really nice. That's awesome. Also, I wouldn't be remiss if I asked you, um, how about how was it wrestling at Monday Night Raw against Nia Jax? How was that? It was a really amazing experience. Uh, I wasn't expecting to be used because I thought that they were kind of past that with her. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was going out there and people were saying my name. Uh, it was people that knew me and that watched me on the regular yeah. uh, so it was it was a really awesome experience and I was so so nervous but then when I got into the ring it all kind of fell away and it was just a really good experience yeah seeing that crowd there and just the experience you, you know like in deep down in yourself you was like this is it this is what I was meant to do right right did you felt that exactly yeah yeah definitely like I thought I'd be so nervous because I was so anxious leading up to it but then as soon as the match actually started i really it kind of completely
left my brain. I, I was totally comfortable inside the ring, and it's like, oh, it's because this is what I do all the time. Oh. It's on a bigger stage in front of way more people than I'm used to, but it's still, like, what I like to do and what I am really comfortable and confident doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's awesome. Also, um, your involvement with Sabotage Wrestling and the Cervantes clan, how did that come about? <laughs> um, so I met um, Thunder Rosa, and we, she kind of hit me up and was like, I want you, I know you do lucha, so I want you to wrestle this luchadora that I'm bringing in for the first Sabotage. And so it, that's kind of how it all got started, and she gave me a really good opportunity to have a singles match at that uh, at the show and show what I was capable of doing the lucha style that I am really that I really love to do and yeah from there it's kind of been okay we'll do this and that and I think they're doing such amazing work and really showcasing women's wrestlers from all over that uh, I'm really happy to be proud of it or just be proud of it I'm really happy to be part of it yeah um what like so far you know you, you've done sabotage and there's you know they're integrating a lot of you know women and men they, they have the intergender thing um how like and now you are the sabotage champion um how, like yes um congratulate <laughs> congratulations for the third time um um how does it feel to represent sabotage you know heather monroe is the face of sabotage basically for, for right now you know how does that feel yeah. I, I, it makes me feel really good. I, I work really hard, and I, I, like I said, I really want to showcase women's wrestling and show uh, what women are capable of, and my whole theory is girl power, and I want to empower women and all this stuff, so I, being able to represent a company that's all about women's wrestling and, like, empowering women is probably, like, the pinnacle of it, you know, like, my dream. Yeah. So it's been really awesome. Oh, and um, how was it like since you guys have the raw thing in common? You against Delilah Doom. How was that like? It was really, really fun, and to be able to do it on my home turf, and uh, it was my first time wrestling her. And I think uh, we we tore the house down. It was a really awesome match, and at the end, it turned in my favor. So I was pretty happy with it. Yeah, I know it was it was awesome, and I'm sure you know having the you know the gold. You know, with you now, it's 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 gotta it's gotta be great. It's gotta be great. You know. Yeah, my first title. Yes, first ever, right? And then I'm saying, I'm sure you're probably taking yeah. your own personal selfies, and you know, like you with the belt. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> with that laugh, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, are you going to be at the next sabotage event as well, right? We'll see. Oh, okay. Nothing. Nothing in stone yet. Ah, okay. Okay. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see. All right, cool, cool, Heather. Um, also, um, now it's, uh, just a couple of little random questions. Um, what is the secret to killer abs? Oh, God. <laughs> Someone needs to tell me because I need them. Uh, I would guess eating right is probably the best uh, secret. You can do as many crunches as you want, but if you're eating crappy all the time, it doesn't matter. So, eating well. Eating well? Okay. Um, yeah. What's the best piece of uh, best piece of advice you've been given by a wrestler or anyone? Uh, Joey Chaos says, if you're not having fun, you're not doing it right, and I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, if you're not fun, you're not... If you're not having fun, you're not doing it right? 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Um, also, um, do you like? Um, do you do you see yourself? Like, how long do you see yourself wrestling for? So, you like in your forties or or fifties, or do you see yourself going on until you're injury free? Like, how long? How long do you see it? Uh, I don't know. I hope that it's for a very long time, though. I'm I'm really enjoying myself, and I love that I finally got to do what I love and. I hope I'm doing it for a really long time, but only time will tell, I suppose. Yeah. Um, are, are you avoiding the cauliflower ear? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, yeah, I don't have any of that. <laughs> I'm just... That's why I do lucha. <laughs> um, right now... Um, like, do you, like, you know, do you have, like, a um, a bucket list for yourself of any person you want to get in the ring with? Like, is there any particular wrestler, men or or women, that you would love to step in the ring with? Oh, man, there's a lot. Uh, <laughs> Your top, top three? Um, top three? Top three, I would say, I mean, I, I actually checked a couple off, the last, like, this weekend. Oh, wow. Del- wrestling Delilah and wrestling Jessica Havoc, I checked two off the list right there. Wow. But, okay. uh, yeah, it's been, it's, it was a really good week. I was very happy with this weekend. Uh, oh. But I would say I would really love to wrestle Tessa Blanchard. Um, I would really love to wrestle... Uh, me and Laura really would love to wrestle Team Tremendous. Ah, oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's like our top number one dream match yeah. is, is them for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, any of the girls on the scene that are at the top of their game, those are the girls that I want to wrestle. Uh, Kaylee Ray, I would love to wrestle. Uh, there's a few girls that are in at Kimberly, I would love to wrestle. Yeah. Kimberly is probably one of my top. Yeah. Have you ever wrestled um have you wrestled Laney Luck? Oh no. Who, I'm sorry? Have you wrestled Laney Luck? Oh no, I haven't. Oh, okay. She did the rise seminar. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. But no, I've never wrestled her. Oh, okay. I wrestled Kate Carney and uh, Sonya Strong that weekend. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah, I I used to watch when I was living in New York, Sonya Strong is part of the House of Glory promotion that's run by Red. Um, how was it like getting in the ring uh-huh. with her? It was good. The, the best part about that whole weekend was getting to wrestle new people. Yeah. And getting to, like, see how many women are, you know, doing the same thing, like, trying to make it and working really hard to get there. So it was really inspiring to do that. But, yeah, I I would love to wrestle some more people I haven't wrestled before, for sure. Okay. And um, being on the road, um, what is your go-to food to eat? Uh, it's hard for me because I'm a vegetarian. Oh, what? And a wrestler? Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so, um, I mean, there's always Denny's and there's always <laughs> Subway. Those are, like, the main two because they're pretty much always open and there's always one around. Yeah, don't, so. yeah, don't tell me. In Subway, do you get the, veg- <laughs> in Subway, you get the veggies delight? They have the veggie patties. Oh, the veggie patty. Okay, okay. Yeah, so it's like a, a veggie burger, pretty yeah. much. I remember, like, when I went to Subway, I seen this lady, she got, um, a Veggie's Delight, and it was, like, I was like, how healthy is that? It was just bread with lettuce and mayonnaise, and that was it. I was like, that's a Veggie's Delight? Yeah. Are you serious? I can't just eat, I just can't, <laughs> I can't just eat it, unless, actually, but I, I have done it before, when it's with, like, hummus and 
cucumbers, yes. and red peppers, like that stuff's really yummy. But I can't do just a vegetable sandwich. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> sounds gross to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, my final question for you, Heather, is what would the Heather of today tell the Heather of yesterday? Um, I would say probably, um, jeez, I don't know. Uh, I want to say something cheesy, like keep the dream alive, which is the Santino Bros uh, slogan, but I think, I think it's pretty accurate. Keep the dream alive. Like, don't give up on what you want to do just, just because things get hard. Keep Uh, the dream alive. So Heather will tell Heather, keep the dream alive. Like, yes. And Heather, the other Heather would be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, <laughs> right? Quit being so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heather, um, thank you so much. Unplug um, your social media. Plug any upcoming events you have. Yeah, so um, I am going, or I'm Heather is me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then I am having my first title defense on Thursday in Hollywood. Uh, with championship wrestling from Hollywood, so sabotage title be on the line against Buggy Nova, and um, that is going to be at it's OHM nightclub in Hollywood. Oh, nice, nice. And, and then on the thirtieth su- uh, Saturday, I'll be in Arizona, Peoria, Arizona, against uh, Mystique at AWF. Uh, have you wrestled in Wisconsin as of yet, or no? No, uh, Brew City is one that I uh, have been in contact with, so we'll see. Oh, with Frankie DeFalco, yes, that's very good. I prob- yes. if you, yeah. I probably will see you if you wrestle down here. That'd be awesome. Hopefully. Oh, thank you so much, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope every no problem. I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. Mm-hmm.